Hey guys, it's time for a PB&J. PB&J sandwich? No, it's a podcast. Oh! Silly. Hey, what's up everybody? My name's Patrick. I'm Bryce. I'm Jordan. And welcome to episode... 98. Of the PB&J podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to a fresh episode of the PB&J podcast. Um, as oh, always, hey, we're hey, here hey. to uh, entertain the masses um, and then kick your asses. Well, it's fresh because I changed my underwear. Indeed, First indeed. And there's a, a very time. specific uh, type of underwear that we want to start the show off with today. And yep. I believe we've sent Jordan on a crusade on the internet to find us the hottest new thing in fashion. Uh, for the ladies out there. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it are. could be for the guys, I guess. They, I oh mean, yeah. If that's, yeah. Your thing, if that's your thing. But uh, one website has referred to them as janties. Uh, janties. Weird. Yeah, jean panties or denim panties. Which is uh, janties. I can't find that should be comfortable at no, all. I, I, I no. Like I've, they, I've gone commando in jeans that were tight, and like it gets all up in your grundle, and it's rough, man. No, grundle. That's that's a weird fucking thing to say. But... It's facts. What do you mean it's weird? This, wait, look, I'm not gonna censor the human experience to make it easier on your ears. No, it believe gets me, in I the grundle it. and it rough. I appreciate it. Yeah. Believe me, I don't. I don't want you to <laughs> keep it going. I, but uh, so, like, the idea of janties is just not. Rough. Not only does it sound and and seem uncomfortable just to think about they're probably the ugliest thing i've ever seen really like the ugliest they're like if someone book. took daisy dukes and then gave them a wedgie it's like if somebody yeah. took daisy dukes and made him daisy duke ear i mean kind of <laughs> pretty much that's that is the gist of it but I mean, not for nothing. If you denim, if you denim Google panties, if you Google <laughs> denim panties, right? Um, I mean, the pictures aren't you know like disgusting. No, they're, they're not. not. They're not. They're just ugly but, article. I mean, and they're pretty. But they look expensive. okay on super attractive people. Of course, for them to only look okay on super attractive people. I'm pretty sure I've seen this in uh, a People of Walmart. Uh, a thing I, I would not I'm, now yeah, I'm pretty sure that they were regular shorts and but the they never were wearing, into, <laughs> yeah they yeah, turned they were, into denim panties either cut um, or just incredibly small for the person no they were definitely 84 times too small yeah, yeah. yeah figured but it, it also looks like like there's this one from this very expensive clothing website called essence mm -hmm. they're like 315 dollars but the picture yeah I'm 98.7 percent sure that it was actually photoshopped onto the model and not her actually wearing Or they it. were painted on? No, I'm pretty sure it's photoshopped because like there's way too much of a like a shadow meaning it like it looks like they're not actually on her. Well, yeah, the model, like the model, the model was probably like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, the model's just like, "That's yeast <laughs> yeah. infection waiting to happen." Oh, yeah, exactly. Right? Not, exactly. So I'm that's... not putting on janties because that's my whole thing about it. Is like this material is there's a reason we don't do denim and underpants. Like oh, yeah. denim in general is supposed to be a rougher material for the outside wear. The well, moment it, it's, it's not well, soft enough. If or you were to say enough. to me, no. "What kind of person wears denim underwear?" I would say lumberjack. 
or like uh, Bear Girls, or <laughs> like so something they, like that. When it's they so look rough, like you need another armor. pair. They look like Saiyan armor for for your groin. Kind of. From I DBZ. could see that. So yeah. I guess like if you were a female Vegeta and you already had like skin tight leggings on, sure. But <laughs> just straight up like janties, no. And that's but they're so thing. expensive though. Yeah, like three hundred and fifteen bucks. Like that's stupid. Come on, I can make that. Hold on, like- I already have a problem with like. So my wife or my kids or whatever, they'll buy these pants. And then, like, there's parts missing, you know, mm-hmm. like their knee is missing or there's like slices all down the leg or yeah, my wife like has it, those. And I'm like, and then the fucked up part is they cost more. You're missing Je- pants, jeans, and then yep. do it yourself. You're missing pants. You Go are goodwill. Get a fucking knife. Two dollars. Right. I'll I mean, fucking do it for you. Is that? Exactly. Goodwill like, to get free of nice. charge, I'll it do it. It sound like you got $2 after you mugged the Goodwill for clothes and whatever was in the drawer, which was $2. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You just went into the Goodwill with a knife and been like, give me all your jeans, also what's in the register. And they're like, we got $2. It was Dude, a good haul. We can just buy some <laughs> pants. It was a good, it was a them, good day. Buy yeah. some pants, cut them a little bit, throw them in a, in a, a bucket, like a five-gallon bucket with a bunch of rocks. Fucking yeah, roll it around a little bit, and then yeah. sell them for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Easy. Uh, that's uh, that's our idea. TM TM. Uh, do not steal. Email it to yourself. Email it to yourself. Mail it to yourself and don't open the mail. Um, <clears throat> another million dollar idea. No, absolutely. There's Secure. so many. Yeah, denim so panties there. make me laugh pretty fucking hard though, because I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what's the it, point? And, well, I seen this thing where it was like, uh, step aside. Um. What was the last thing that we covered? Uh, oh, the the jumper. Yeah, Long, step aside. Yeah, the denim jumper. Thing. The romper. The romper. Male romper. Yeah, step aside. Rompers. The the fucking what you call it's in the, the house. Janties are in the house. And I'm and I'm reading this and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what is this? what like, are you talking about right now? You know, like rompers are more. Well, I mean, we, we come up with we had a way better idea. Like if you guys go back and listen to like, I think it's called Long John. Long John Butt 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 Butt. Butt. Uh, yeah. You you can hear all about our uh, yeah, way back our million dollar romper our million idea. dollar romper idea. Also, don't steal. We already emailed it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You locked out. Should have listened goats earlier. Goats. Now, um, if there was a guy version of these. It would need to have a really that's long zipper on the front. No, that's just shorts. <laughs> what do you mean that or the jockers? Like jockers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You go. If they had a denim banana hammock, I would never wear it. That's awful. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You need to have on. It's like you buy a bunch of condoms or whatever, and your wife's like, what are the condoms for? What the fuck are you doing? Oh, I need them to protect my fucking dick when I wear my underwear. When I wear my (laughs) my fucking jockers. My jockers. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. I don't see that. This is going to be a quick fad that dies in relative obscurity. I I hope so. And prissy, fucking overly rich, uh, fashion matters to me type of women will be the ones that purchase and probably never wear these that's, that's wear what a lot twice. of people say like they're like oh these are these are good for lady gaga or beyonce but that's pretty much it 
Yeah. Which I mean, I, I would honestly agree. One and done because they're going to realize how awful an experience it is to go commando with something so tight in your grundle. I'm sorry. It's just what it <laughs> in is. In your grundle. In it. It's not good. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but that's not the only batshit insane thing uh, that rich people are going to be uh, partaking in and or funding. There's something that I didn't reveal to uh, Patrick when we were talking earlier, and then you hadn't heard me talk about it earlier either because you weren't here yet. Um, mm. It is um, there is an event that is being planned. Oh, and shit. I wanted to get your guys' OG reactions right away. And I don't know if you heard of this, but there is a millionaire. Oh my God, I know what you're talking about. Who wants to fund. A battle royale event. Yes. Like Hunger Games? Kind of like the Hunger Games. It'll be, it's not murder. He doesn't want killing. It'll be like an airsoft thing, but it's a survival challenge. Basically, um, he wants to throw money. There's a site called Hush Hush, um, which is like a luxury shopping marketplace. This is Uh where rich people go to throw their fucking cash. Yeah, yeah um, right now. And, to like dump it out the window. Yeah, and there's a user who is seeking designers for a full-on battle royale event on a private island, and he wants to pay forty-five thousand dollars for people to organize it. Yep. And essentially, uh, the designer and he th- owns the private island. So. Yeah, he owns the private island, and the designer would spend six weeks adding fun sets and props and arenas to the natural environment in order to make it feel more like. Uh, like Fortnite or 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 PUBG or like you know how they well have hold on yeah. did you just see so his idea is not um that original in that there was a YouTuber recently I think uh, Mr Beast yeah right mm-hmm. okay so and he did a real life um battle royale game with a bunch of other YouTubers in teams there was a bunch yeah. of people there too. And they had event staff that would every once in a while make the area smaller. It was like in like a junkyard kind of area. Yeah. And they had balloons attached to them. And you had to pop the balloon with the air. And you had to shoot. Yeah. And you had airsoft guns. Um, And it looked really cool. But this, this is taking that and making it. In that Mm -hmm. you're going to be wearing pressure sensitive armor. Kind of similar to, I don't know if you guys have seen these uh, battle re- arenas with um, uh, these like uh, fucking engineering students where they would have their own built uh, bots that shoot things and load ammo and stuff. And there's these pressure plates. And if you hit the pressure plate, it will like register that as damage to a system. Yep. And it has its own health bar and stuff. And the machine will shut down after it's hit that much damage. Those yeah. types of plates all over your body to where if you get hit by the specific um, uh, weight ratio of the pellet going at X amount of velocity, it will register as damage and you will have a health bar. And when it's out, you're done and you're out of the game. And it is batshit insane um, in a cool way, because what I love about this I'm kind of into that, though. Yeah, and that's the thing is, if this goes well, that'd be fucking cool. If this goes until, well, this could become a yearly event. Hold on, until the fucking millionaire isn't happy with with um, no blood, 
with no blood. And, and the next thing like, you know, he's paying jail. He's paying jails to fly in fucking criminals. Yeah, worse yeah. criminals. And that worse criminal gets to come off death row if they don't die. Joke's like on you. Death race. Whoever ship. wins gets eaten by lions. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's really cool is it would have a $100,000 uh, prize winning pool for the winner. Damn. Which wow. beats the hell out of chicken dinner. Well, oh, I think yeah. that's what that's what Mr. Beast did too. Hundred grand. Yeah, and that kid's nuts. Oh, he, yeah. You know what? I I can't even be mad. No, that kind yeah. of shit sounds fun as hell. Yes, no, it fuck does. yeah, dude. Yes, it does. And basically, how they would have it is half the day would be in battle mode, and then the other half is like everyone can safely sleep. Which I think eventually, as the event evolves, taking away the safe sleeping and making it more of a twenty-four hour event would be better. Just yeah. because that's the true battle royale experience. But I wonder if it would be like team deathmatch or like. I think it should be more like the Hunger Games, where certain people will agree to work together and like, I need to sleep, you need to sleep. We'll take watch over each Ooh, other. Or and it would be cool, like as if in Hunger Games, how you can do the um, uh, like let's say you I like did. the character, so I like that character or whatever. So like I I send them ammo or I send them yeah, I send them a special airsoft or... pellet that does bonus damage if it hits. Like it's a heavier airsoft pellet. So yeah, like uh, everybody really likes the stoner kid, so he gets like a bong that like comes down and like a little parachute. Yeah, and, <laughs> and if he throws, it heals him. Yeah, <laughs> like shit like that would be really cool. Uh, it'd be um, awesome. And so I'm really excited about the possibility of this just because survival games in general, I find to be interesting because it, yeah. there is an element of survival that they could have there where they have to like find food and things like that. And people would tag out because they're just fucking hungry, you know? Yeah. Um, which sounds really like malicious, but you're, you're, you're volunteering to try and do this thing. And we have survival games now that are purely just, you get a knife and you go out in the woods and you survive for like this month long period and you have an f- emergency flare to where if you're going to die, you fire. Yeah, off you shoot that. Well, I we, mean, and that's it, good TV, too. People love fucking watching that shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd um, be great. I mean, I mean, people love things like Bear Grylls, uh, Man vs. Wild, things like that. We love the idea of seeing people surviving like how we used to. Yep. Um, so yeah. to have something more advanced like that, where we're also trying to... i hope we can watch it though like that they have like drones up or like a streamed event there's no way that this guy's gonna do this and then be like and lights out no cameras uh don't don't bring a camera this is secret yeah there's unless, no way. See, unless and this secretly a murder party yeah right i it, you like we would need the cameras just so we make sure it's not a murder party that's how that would go pretty much i mean that's really the only way that you can semi-guarantee it's not a hundred percent guarantee but semi-guarantee that it's not a murder party yeah guarantee the semis Mm -hmm. so so yeah that's some crazy fucking shit i i think that would be that that would would be awesome i'd love to watch and participate in that i would love to participate in it but i would have a very specific strategy of trying to stay as still as possible and just out of the way and let everyone beat each other. Well, I watched a YouTube video of the one guy whose team won one of the rounds with the Mr. Mm-hmm. Beast thing. And honestly, they just stayed hidden in a nice spot where they could take pop shots at people Campers. until they got forced in. And then once they got forced in, you know, they they were still their team of three and they won. I mean, that, that'd be the best way to win. 
and that's you the know, most efficient strategy in real life just because you have physical limitations and if you are in tip-top shape to where the energy you have from the food you have you haven't been running around all day you're ready to run as fast as possible you're ready to do whatever you need to do be cool you're running around like little way. toy knives and like so you could like sneak attack people and like fucking knife them that'd be hilarious <laughs> that would be that'd be interesting i i really would love to see what kind of weapon selection and how they would determine weapons is it purely just there is a pistol airsoft gun, a machine gun airsoft gun, and then like the LMG airsoft. Well, maybe gun. there's also like a golf cart with a fucking fully automatic airsoft gun on the yeah, top. Like, of it. Are there going to be vehicles? Like Fortnite. I mean, I would imagine and kind of hope that it would be a large variety of weapons. You would want. You don't start I would with want anything. it to be a, a large variety, it. just because I think that would be interesting to see how players with the limitations they have of the weapon they found are able to make tactical decisions to guarantee their weapon's highest success rate. Like if you have a, a pistol airsoft gun, it doesn't have the range as like one of the rifle ones. So you trying to force a close encounter where you get the first shot you would be tactfully like trying to make that happen as best as you can. And things like that I find interesting. It'd be cool. You can like call in like an airstrike and a little drone flies over and just, just drops fucking pellets. <laughs> <laughs> that oh no, danger close, sick. danger close. Danger! Oh, it'd be awesome. Except for I wouldn't know how to yeah. use it. I'd airdrop on my team. Be like, sorry guys. <laughs> it was friendly fire call in actual napalm so orange over the entire island just all right so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna switch this i'm gonna switch this gears um okay. to something that i think a lot of us have dealt with or deal with and don't even realize it okay. and something up until a life change i made recently was definitely me okay so studies are currently showing that forcing a smile at work is linked to heavy drinking. I'm not surprised in the least bit at all. So apparently, there's many employees in the public eye who force themselves to smile, to smiler, to smile, you know, for the customer, right. hiding any feelings of annoyance, right? Um, yes, are, you're yelling at me. I can help with that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's funny you use that term. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so what it says is that the link between those who, who have fake positive emotions, suppressing them, right, like eye rolling, things like that, when their shift ends, they're going to go and drink. And now it's not everyone, though. So, like, let's say you're somebody who already is a um, compulsive person, right? right. Mm -hmm. Being that compulsive person, when you're at work, you have to purposely hold that in. Yes. You know, and I've dealt with this. You you two have as well. I know you have yes. because we're, our, the desk. our personalities are not that different. Hit that and, button and slam that desk and then yeah. come back on. Of course I can help you. No problem. Exactly. Yeah. Now, and this isn't just Shit. what we were doing or the, and, or the company we worked for. It's fucking people. People yeah. who work yeah, in a customer service no role what. or whatever, people are fucking shit. So, yes. and no offense to people, but don't fucking yell at people. Don't be assholes. Um, surprisingly enough it doesn't actually help you get anything done if anything it just raises your blood pressure yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway for those worse. people Absolutely. right when they get home and they have a drink or they have anything that they use to, to rewind right it might be fucking Ben and Jerry's ice cream for all I know they'll you know? eat that extra pint though right that 
that you will have less self control because you blew it all all day. Yeah. To, oh. to not stop at one. So what it is oh. is they're not saying okay. that you're drinking to get rid of your emotions about the day. It's, it's just that you no longer give a of fuck to self- stop. Uh-huh. Yes, you, you have, have a certain you- amount of self control bank, and you spent mm-hmm. it all at work, so now it's gone. Yes, it's like I don't think it has anything. Yeah, I, I agree with you in the sense that I don't think that it has anything to do with forcing yourself to smile. I just think it's Ooh. not being able to be yourself. Well, yeah. It, well, the smile is the is the example. Oh, that's is the, the example. example. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, no, not it's not even the example. It's uh, it's to say the cost of having to fake it all the time. So, in other words, force a smile at work, right? Gotcha. So, okay. uh, out, I'm so, so they're, happy I'm your punching bag. <laughs> uh-huh. Now, if there's not a financial benefit outweighing the cost of having to fake it all the time, right? That also helps people to steer towards those kinds of jobs because what happens is. The type of job <clears throat> that that is tends to pay decently. Yeah, because they know it's true that you're the punching bag, and they know that that'll have a high turnover rate unless we pay you. Yes, because mm-hmm. if you're not paying me to get yelled at, the fuck am I here for? Exactly. Like, I'm not going to stick with that job. There's other jobs where I don't get yelled at, and I get paid the same or more. Yeah, no, I'm going to do the other jobs. This is shit. Now, somebody with a more rewarding job. Mm-hmm. In that same in that same exact role, though. Yes. Okay. So some somebody with a more rewarding job, and not just pay, right, might right. be less likely to fall into this because even sure. though they're having to fake their emotions all day, right? They have they're more of a reserve. reward exactly. At the end of the day. Because like this is worth it, so I'm okay with it. So nurses, for example, right. They're trying to comfort a patient or build a strong relationship with said patient, right? Uh, so their their emotions are fake, sure, in some instances, but for clear reasons. They're doing it on purpose because they're building that relationship. But somebody and, who's yeah. faking an emotion for a customer that they never will see again, right? right. And it, that's not as rewarding to you as a person. Yeah, like on an emotional level, if you're a nurse, most people who go into nursing – don't do it for the money. And the reason why I say that is because nursing is kind of a shit job. Yeah. There's terribly long hours. There's very little thanks. There's a lot of people who are just fucking rude to you and just crazy because they're wounded. And when you're in a corner, you lash out. And so a lot of people who go into nursing do it because they truly want to help people. So mm-hmm. when they're faking with that bedside manner, because, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to lose your arm. I got to make you feel better, kind of, because holy shit, you're about to lose your fucking arm. Like it's it's more rewarding to them because they're giving what they can to help someone else. So they might not be as miserable as, say, someone who works customer service and had to listen to someone talk about China for an hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, completely sure. unrelated yeah. to whatever it is that they're doing there. <laughs> China. <laughs> you know, like it could be uh, it could be like uh, any job, though. It doesn't have to be customer service. Yeah. Right. You know, it could be like, let's say you work in any field and the person you had to hide your emotions with all day was your boss. That's true. Or too. your or your co-workers. Mm-hmm. Right? That's true, too. Just but plain having game. having to have the fake face on. If the job's not rewarding, you're more likely to drink or, or do other stuff. I thought it was pretty fucking interesting. And I think that we've all been there. I think a lot of people, um, uh, uh, you know, have have been a victim of what I've dubbed smile drinking. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have. Yeah. I have 100%. I, I used to have a crew that I would go out with. We would go to Chili's and get the two for one. And I would always do the Long Islands because you can't skimp that well on a Long Island. Here he goes again. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's just facts. Long Islands are the way to go if you want to get drunk cheap. But I would do that specifically because it was smile drinking. I had to. I was yeah. going to die. Yeah. Yeah, I can't blame yeah. you. Definitely been there myself, too. Can't even deny it. Let's see. So there was uh, something else that I I have. was going to say, I think I think uh, we should we should definitely change gears. Uh, we all know that this is crazy stuff. See, uh, and we're a little fast paced tonight, guys. We're trying to fit it all in for you tonight. So we're trying to, to give you a, a, a compact version where we fit more shit in the same amount of time. Yeah. You're welcome. Bigger, smaller hole. Continue. Yeah. So I had another thing I wanted to talk about, and um, we can kind of split it up if we wanted to get weird with it. Get weird with it. But I found some weird cheating that you can do in various competitions. Okay. And it's cheating in ways that I never thought, like, I never thought about. Like, these would be the things you would cheat at. Okay. Make it a game. Turn this into a game. Well, no, 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 Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I'm not prepared to turn it into a what game. What was that? <laughs> that was weird, dude. Because I was just like, that was me stuttering. I was thinking, can I make it into a game? Can I do that? You sounded like a dirt bike. You're like, that was literally my mouth. Like, like. I'm trying to think of the word, but like, you know, when you have a car that just fucking stutters, like it's just like. That was me as I was cranking gears in my brain. Yeah, I heard the trying consideration. To think, can I turn it into a game? I can't think of a way, so I won't, but I'll keep that in mind the next time I have something like this. But I want to talk about this first case of cheating because I fucking love it. And it sounds like a Florida man story, but it's not. Um, so there was a fishing contest, uh, the Baywick Base, uh, Bass Club um, competition. Um, and this guy won it uh, with a 13 pound, 13 ounce uh, bass, which is fucking huge. Yeah. And he beat the runner up who only managed 10 pounds, three ounces. He claimed an 800 euro prize. Okay. And he even posed with the winning fish. Like, fuck yeah, I did it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, as you may have guessed based on my preamble, this guy cheated. And how he cheated is one of my favorite things in the world. Okay. So. Another competitor, Shane Bentley, he thought he saw that bass somewhere before. He was looking at it, and he's like, I recognize those markings. And he realized he took his wife and kids to the local aquarium. Mm -hmm. And he recognized the fish from that fucking aquarium. And it ends up that the guy who won the competition worked for the aquarium stole the fucking fish from the aquarium that he worked at. He just walked out with it because he fucking worked there. No one noticed. Uh-huh. Went to the competition, pretended he caught it there, won the competition, and he wanted to bring it back alive so he can put it back in the aquarium. How do you... But he fucking dropped it so the fucking fish died. <laughs> <laughs> so he dropped it. Fish is dead. So he won his 800 euros. Oh, like, right, so the guy... 
But hold on. What kind of fishing competition was this? It was a bass fishing competition? It was a bass fishing competition. So at the place he worked, they had a bass? A 13-pound, 13-ounce bass. Could you imagine he didn't win? Somebody else managed to catch a bigger one. Someone else managed to kill a fucking fish anyway. For real. At that point, as the guy would have walked up and be like, you should donate that to the aquarium. That's a big fish. Is it alive? Yeah, let's take it to the aquarium. I'll get rid of the old one. So he could try and cover his tracks or something. But yeah, fucking. So the guy who was like, I recognize that fish. I know those markings anywhere, which is a weird way. That like is... he reported it to the competition. The competition didn't do anything because well, you recognize the fucking fish. But then he went to the aquarium and he said, are you guys missing that bass? And they're like, I was about yeah. to say, though, like what kind of fucking redneck magician are you? My kids and we saw that bass yesterday. Yeah, like, right. No. Like, yeah, that's you're such weird. a fisherman that you were there a couple of times drooling, like, baby, oh, I, can, I can imagine just catching that goddamn fish right there. I would win the competition in a heartbeat. Oh, I'd win that competition. And so the contest organizers and police were were informed. And at first they did nothing because they're like, You didn't recognize that fucking bass. Get out of here. Then he went to the aquarium, talked to the aquarium. They were missing the fish. The aquarium called him and like, No, we are missing that fish. That's and, fucking crazy. And the dude got fucking wrecked. The police identified the stolen bass by mass- matching the fish carcass to pictures the aquarium had of the missing fish. Oh, man, I'd have chucked the fish. Jeez. I would have, too. Like, dude, you are. That's that's a hot fish. I hope he like it's a hot fish. I wish he fucking. Uh, uh, like got it framed or or mounted or whatever up on his yeah, wall. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, you fucked up, buddy." And so the guy that shit would be he lost idiot, his winnings though. and he was sentenced to 100 hours of community service after admitting the burglary and fraud. Did he have to pay the money back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he had to pay the money back, and uh-huh. uh, obviously he was fired from the aquarium. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to ask. What was his job? Like, tell me, tell me, he was just like janitor. And not like somebody who was in it charge. It doesn't of actually there. say what he was doing, but it's heavily implied that he wasn't part of like the main staff. Like he wasn't like up front or something. Like he wasn't like one of the people doing the tours. The janitor stole the fish. I think <laughs> I legit. That was my first thought. I think that <laughs> worked there after hours, and that's how he got away with the fish. Yeah. How well, I mean, do because... you walk away with a 13 pound fish? It's kind of hard. Dude, that's a big <laughs> fish. Someone's going to be like, hey. What are you doing with that? <laughs> For real. Well, like, no. Nobody he's, he's saw like, him stop the floor, this guy. Mopping the floors. I'm just showing him what would happen if he disobeyed me. I'll take him to fish jail. I'll take him to fish jail. <laughs> he was that's, a bad boy. I'm taking him out. That's funny. So that's just one example of cheating in a weird place that I didn't expect that I, I'd never heard of. Uh, another example I found interesting is did you guys know in uh like cow competitions this is going to be a couple different animal competitions where it's like like bear style things but it goes all the way to dog show shit but in in cow competitions farmers will seal the udders shut with glue they'll glue them shut and then pump them full of air so that way they look more full and more like less depressed Uh... dude yeah, like that's some next level uh, shit that I did not expect after uh, for some county fair money. Um, if ever my the, wife leaves me and I have to like show off my junk, 
I'm gonna do that. Just pump it full of air. I'm gonna pump it full of air and like and then put some Elmer's yeah. school glue. Yeah. Right on. yeah, just so the air doesn't get out. Yeah. Um, that's so that's that's weird. one thing I thought was fucking weird <laughs> for cat exhibits for for chicken cats. Owners have been known to pluck incorrect colors of hair uh, that are in wrong places that make the cat less beautiful, quote unquote, and even oh, dye cat hair. They will dye the cat's hair, and the, and the presenters have to like feel the hair and look at it, and if they feel like it's damaged from dye, disqualified. But that's something that people do. Jesus. And then my personal fucking favorite that is batshit insane beyond all belief. Like I can't. I so can't. So batshit insane. There's no shit as batty insane as this. <laughs> At dog competitions, if the dog's balls are not uneven, or like if they're uneven, they will remove one and plant and implant a fake ball so it Dude. is even. Get out of here. I am not even fucking joking you. They will do ball surgery and do implants. I've learned a lot of things that might help me in the future. <laughs> I mean, when, when, my, when my wife finally, when, when my wife finally like, realizes, what the fuck? I can't she, be she with you. She sees you for the scumbag that you are. Yeah, she realizes. She realizes. Uh, uh, she's made a a, a fucking a sixteen-year-old mis- mistake. Uh, a fucking. <clears throat> I'll have to I'll have to get ball surgery and pump my dick full of air. <laughs> and then you're good to go. Go to any competition. Be like, feel them. No, that's how I'll get her back. I'll be like, look at this. Look, I make <laughs> modifications. Oh, shit. I'm One thing printed. you can't do is dye your hair, though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hold on. Not his head hair. Ball hair? But I'm hair. just saying. You just got freshly get a little uh, surgery balls. Just be like, you know what? I'm a redhead down under. What's going wait, on, wait. huh? That's My true. genitals you know are fire. I, <laughs> I shaved uh, in a lightning bolt and then I fucking painted it orange. Yeah, like. <laughs> but that's my whole thing is like. I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot believe that there are dog braces. There's a bunch of other shit. Dog braces. Oh, dog to like make the, the to make the teeth more 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 straightened so, out. That's cruel. So hold on. Since we're talking about animals. Yes. Okay? I there's some shit that fucking blew me away recently and I've seen it on the internet before but like I it just it blows my fucking mind okay and th- and that's that's moose okay, okay. moose moose mooses moose eye like one moose moose it's multiple mooses okay, all right mooses all right they're insanely big like yes dinosaur big Moose and I are huge. I don't think I realized how fucking big a moose is. And it's like they're it's I'm going to share my screen. I'm just going to scroll through a couple of mo- these three moose pictures here. OK. okay. And and I want to I just kind of want to get an idea here with. And you. I'll do my best to describe them for the listening audience. So that way they can be on board with our awe, our shock. And awe. Now, I read through these. Right. And people have have verified that these are real photos. Right. Okay. Um. Let me uh let me Some Blair Witch it. The footage found is real. <laughs> Let's see. Which I will say while we're waiting for you to get those photos up. Here the we Blair go. Blair Witch Project was crazy with how they did their their marketing. It was viral marketing before viral was even a thing. Okay. So you guys should be able to see my uh my screen here. I do see your mises. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at this fucking moose. Holy shit. That's that's big. a car. That's that's so an SUV. Patrick- 
Patrick just just picked a, an image of a moose where he's standing next to some trees and he's halfway as tall as the fucking tree. The it and it's a Humvee in size. Yes, like a human would. The head of the human would come just past its leg. Vanceboro, Maine, right? And the guy who photographed it, and they and they said that it's real. Now, there's no way to guarantee it's real, right? right? There's no way to be 100 percent sure. This here's another one. This is a moose, fucking moose, the size of a fucking conversion van. And we say that because there's a family running away from this moose (laughs) to their conversion van. Twice twice as tall as the grown ass dude. Why are mooses so big? That is, they fuck. They're vegetarians. Like, granted, some of this is like some fuckery from the angle and and stuff like that. But at the same time. He's That's not that still far a huge moose. He's not He's that like far from maybe that. ten feet away, and those people look like tiny people. They look like children in comparison yeah. to this fucking moose. Oh my god! Jeez. And Final all the people are just standing there. Fuck that! I mean, when you're looking at like a titan, so this means run? antlers are bigger than the interior of my car. Yes, that is the the moose in the final image. That he's showing us. <laughs> like there's Jordan's face. That is Jordan's face. Um, the, the final image that he's showing us is of a moose walking across the road. And there's like a blockade of people all just standing far away with their cameras out. Just in awe of this. Dude, the fucking back of this moose road. is eight feet tall. I bet you. Yes. Yes. 100%. And the, the antlers for this moose are easily the width of a car. Like it's to the point where the antlers are getting awkward to grow because they're just growing straight out right and left because they got nowhere else to go. (laughs) It doesn't fucking make any sense. So that got me thinking. Badass goatee going. It does. So, but that got me thinking about it. Like, first of all, here in Florida, where I'm at, right? When we when we see a deer, it's like um, they're not big. Little bigger than like a Great Dane dog or something like that, you know. Um, maybe standing up on their legs might be almost as tall. But like, if you ran into one of these moose, okay, your car, your car is going to take out its legs. And yeah, and and if this moose moose, if the moose lands (laughs) on the car, if the moose lands on your car, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. you're You're gonna fucking die. If it's car versus moose, the car will lose. The moose might lose too, but it has a higher chance of winning. Your car will always lose. The moose might walk away. <laughs> and you in the car, it all depends on if it decides to have its head go through your windshield. Because you're done. Yeah, like that, that, too. that thing is a fucking brick house. It's mighty, mighty. Sign. Hold on. Let me, let me show you the warning sign. They let it all hang out. I wonder how much the average moose weighs. Like the Look at the warning moose. sign. Slow down. Slow at down night. at night. And it has a picture of the car and, and a picture of a moose that that's fucking bigger, bigger than the car. car. They're just like, this is actual size. Please be careful. You will die. You will fucking die. <laughs> Slow down at night. Moose don't care. Moose uh, thinks it's Moose thinks it owns the roads. It looks at so your car now, and it's now. Moose are not like endangered. I don't think. In fact, I'm pretty sure how that can, they have like open hunting season on them and shit. How can you endanger that that does not die? And <laughs> and like I've I have grown up my whole life and never knew that a moose could be that big. I knew that they were big, right? 
But this is like, this is, it's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking huge. And what I find funny about it is the reason why we don't think of moose that way is it's similar to because why Winkle. Like, well, I mean, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle had an example of like hijinks and fun, but it's similar to why so many people get surprised when I tell them the animal that has the highest kill count against people is the hippopotamus. Yeah, hippolotamus. Yeah, hippolotamus kills you all. Um, and <laughs> what's amazing about that is hippos aren't on every continent. No, right. But they still beat out. Every other fucking animal in That's what she said. That's a weird thing to say, but all right, she said it. <laughs> she said it. Um, but but that's my whole thing is uh moose, you don't think of as dangerous moose? because you're just like, okay, it's a vegetarian, so it's not gonna try and eat me. Why is it gonna fucking kill me? That thing could just be walking and not notice you and you die. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <whoops. laughs> you like, were like you were in its path and it was going home. Uh, uh, <laughs> Main man died today as Moose accidentally stepped on him. <laughs> like, like that thing, if it steps on you, your ribs are done. You're done. Listen, if anybody listens and you live somewhere where there's a moose and you could send me an actual fucking picture of a moose that's not on the internet, I would love to see that shit. Yeah, give um, us live action. Your yeah, big, that, this is a call to action. Send I us know, your I don't want to see one, like, in person. I think I'd like to, but I'd like to know that from a distance. So so here's the problem. You can't get in your car, truck, van, whatever, and be safe. If that thing wants to flip your car, you're good. Your car is being flipped. Like you're going to die. At the very least, it's going to nudge it. And And you're not going to outrun it. You're not going to outrun it. Insurance gallop is your fucking fastest run speed. Easy. Jordan, look up how much the average moose in Maine weighs for me, please. And uh, while you look that up, there's one more story I kind of want to touch on real quick. So we're going to we're going to leave the moose there in the forest. Uh, I'll give you guys a choice. We can either talk about a controversial um, branding. Right. Okay. Uh, Or we can talk about the um, the scientific uh, uh, jump forward that we just recently had the uh, picture of the black holio. Um. Well, shit, because the picture of the black holio is very topical, so it's very of its time. So it's good to strike that when iron's hot. But the other thing just sounds so fucking like what? Well, you know what? We'll probably talk too long about the black hole. So since we're going to cut tonight's episode here, we got about five minutes left. Let's see. I got some shit for you real quick, though. Okay. shit. The only segment we've ever had on this show. Moose watch. Moose watch. Moose watch 2019. <laughs> the uh, the largest moose in the world are in the northern hemisphere. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> they can get up to 1,500 pounds, but they average god. about 1,000. Oh, my God. And uh, they can That's run. The average? Yeah, average 1,000. And uh, they run. Uh, average thirty five miles an hour. Fuck. <laughs> like that. That's their that average. is going so, like, to catch you. Let me just tell you that right now. It is going to catch you, dude. Not only that, but thirty five miles an hour, right? Thousand pounds running. Your house shakes. I bet you that fucking thing runs down the road. It's like one million. That's like that's that's fifty two thousand pounds of force. If it just like hits you with one of its horns. That you get run through, 
Yeah. But the horn yeah. makes it to the other side of your body and the moose doesn't stop moving. You're just there. You're no, the, the moose is like, oh, fuck, I got something on me again. Oh, damn, it's not- like shaking you off. It's like, it, like it. smacks you against the tree, <laughs> you off like a damn bug on your bottom of your sandal. And you're just like, yeah, creeping you off. <laughs> That would be a horrible way to die. I'm oh like, my god! Especially if you knew I'm what the moose. I'm the moose now. <laughs> like, moose are scared. I I never had a legitimate fear of an animal, but now I'm just imagining a moose with red eyes, just being like, "I'm the fuck bringer, and you getting it? <laughs> like, it's just over." <laughs> All right. So uh, this is just going to be an ask your opinion kind of thing, whether we think this is moral or not. Okay. Okay. Get us with it. Uh, California man, right? He's challenging a federal law refusing a moral trademark for his clothing brand. Okay. Okay. Uh, this guy, uh, Eric uh, Brunetti, mm-hmm. is the uh, founder of the streetwear clothing company Fucked. F U C T. Fucked. Okay. That's that's fair game. A California man has this provocative name. Uh, hoping the Supreme Court will rule against the trademark law that mm. restricts him. He says restricts his First Amendment right now. That's ballsy he's allowed as fuck. to continue to run this clothing company. He can still sell under the brand, right? Yeah. But he can't trademark it. He can't trademark it, and advertising mm. is a nightmare. You can't well, find an ad spot for fucked. Well, sure, but he probably won't have to because it's so controversial. I'm sure it spreads Which is on it. One hundred percent, why he's doing this. However, he says it's an unconstitutional restriction of his speech and should be struck down. Now, here's the problem. So, while he can continue to sell and produce or whatever, he can't protect it. So, if I wanted to go and start ripping off his brand, name it fucked, and sell it, right? I could, could. without could. any repercussion. I can yeah, make money off of that. That blows. It does blow, uh, but do you believe, yes or no, okay, that, uh, uh, oh, actually, so two years ago, for example, uh, in the case of an Asian-American rock band, Mm -hmm. right, sued after the government registered or refused to register their band name, The Slants, because it was seen as offensive to Asians. However, they Were were Asians. Yeah. Right. That was turned over. Interesting. Which is so what he's saying is this is similar. Now now I don't agree that it's similar because those are there's different reasons why those words are offensive. What is he gonna say? Oh, I can call my brand fucked because I've been fucked. Well no, and here's my thing. Here's my thing about it, and this is why I think he he has an even stronger case, is it's not F U C K E D. It's F-U-C-T. He's making a word for his brand. And if it's automatopoeia sounds like another word, that's you attributing something immoral to it. This is a completely different word. Does this word exist? Well, Does this and F-U-C-T here's the thing. Exist? Let me look it up. Let's and they also say, they say that no matter what happens here, it's not like, um, what do you call it? Target is going to start carrying it. You know what I mean? Or that Walmart is going to start carrying it. Yeah. It's, and you know what? Well, yeah, that's true because it's one of those things where they they have their own moral codes that can't be enforced by anything. It doesn't mean that it'll become mainstream, but yeah, it's not a word. By the the definition of fucked, from what I'm seeing here, is failed under continuous testing. That it's an acronym for something else. It's like foobar or yeah. or or something else, and it's not something offensive or on its own. 
Yeah, that's, well, the, that's for something else. US, for this guy's brand, it's friends you can't trust. With you just being the letter U. Okay. 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 So he now, he, he made his but own. The US says the yeah. US the, the 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 what they're saying is their position is not that they're restricting his speech, mm-hmm. right? More that they're declining to promote it. So what they're saying is is that they're not allowing this to happen. Because uh, this encourages trademarks um, uh, that are inappropriate, and they they're they're it's trademarks that are appropriate for all audiences, uh, and that they're just refusing to promote it. That he's allowed to continue doing it, he's allowed to sell it, he can produce it, he can do whatever, but they're not going to trademark it. Well, so. I can agree that they aren't necessarily stopping his free speech because it, I I hate that argument because no one's stopping you from doing it. They're just like you said, you know, deciding not to promote it. However, mm-hmm. I feel that them finding this to be offensive purely based off automatopoeia is stupid. And I feel like that that is a weird wormhole. That's a weird hill to die on. Well, it's a slippery slope, right? Yeah. So, I mean, sure, because, so like, let's say, for example, yeah. I had a word that was spelled completely different and meant something totally different. Mm-hmm. But it's when I said it, it sounded like ass bag. Right. But it wasn't ass bag, but there nobody are, would promote it because it sounds like ass bag. But there are companies that call themselves the Sofa King. There is a brand of there's a sofa sales uh, group. Yeah. And they call themselves the Sofa, sofa King. King. And they have a trademark. But when you say it, it's so fucking. Well, yeah, sure. And that's but this is intentionally done, though. That's what they're saying. But so you're the sofa I guarantee too. you that Sofa King was. Because that was oh, a common sure. joke. But, well, they were probably like, yeah, Sofa King, Sofa King, yeah. right? They're probably but high in their mother's basement. It's when they came Sofa up with King, right? Just because you say it together, it sounds like this is a word that is intentionally designed to sound like fucked. I mean, and I just feel like that that's just such a weird line in the, in the sand to draw when you have something like Sofa King. And that is like, all right, well, we have plausible deniability, I guess, for that one. So we can let that slide. But this one. It's just a single word, so it just says fucked. I so guess. we can't let it in. I don't know. Um, I just I feel like there's I don't a think weird slippery. No, I feel like because it's already an established acronym, and he just changed the acronym to suit his brand. Um, I feel like um, I feel like they should get fucked. Hey, get fucked! <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say the yeah, argument. we fucking nailed it, and we fucking guys. nailed Absolutely. it. Absolutely, that was so. Awesome. Uh, Jordan, go ahead, plug up the holes. Let's say good night to the nice folks. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, you can find us on uh, Facebook. That's where we post everything that's going on with us. So just search for PP the Letter NJ Podcast. If whoop, you're whoop. listening to the high quality audio version of this, you can check out the live stream version. We do have some. Uh, video exclusive content uh, on YouTube. Just go ahead and search for the same thing. PB, the letter NJ podcast. And if you're oh, so watching you're this on oh, YouTube yeah. and you got to see all that, you can listen again with the high quality edited audio version. Uh, anywhere you get podcast, iTunes, I, Google Play. I like pretty calling much it the portable version. Yeah, the portable version the of the portable PB&J. Version. Yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the brown bag I mean, version. You yeah. take it with you. Wherever you go, not a lot of data because it's audio only. Or you could just download it, and it doesn't take up as much. Yeah, space. download it yeah. while you're home. Listen to us while you're at work. Wink, wink. Save the that brown data. flaming bag of PB and J. That's so funny. I just need a brown. Flaming also, bag. everybody, excuse Jordan's pixel picture tonight. He yeah, has bad internet company. Something <laughs> up with my spectrum all day today and like half of yesterday. It's been fucked. I understand. I also well. 
Yeah, yeah me too. Um, guys, we should buy them some fucked <laughs> t-shirts. Tell them to get fucked. Yeah, yeah tell them to get real. fucked. You know what? That yeah. would be my favorite. I'm sorry. Final thing. That would be my favorite thing to do as gifts for people I don't like. <laughs> fucked. I just send them some fucked branded <laughs> merchandise and say, well, I hey, think I'm going to go ahead and say that. Tonight's name of the episode is going to be Get Fucked. F-U-C-T, yeah, it's Get Fucked. Right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that, that works to me. What? What? All right, guys. Friends it was you can't trust. Fucking... Get friends you can't trust. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking awesome uh, hanging yeah. out tonight. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Much love. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Love you oh, all. Jesus. Bye, guys.